You are listening to Joe Radio. Radio. Listen, advertise, share. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Joe Radio Live. Uh, today's program is entitled When You're Under Attack and You Don't Know It. Topic today when you're under attack and you don't know it. All right. Um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people walk around dealing with a lot of stuff and um, don't know, don't realize what they are dealing with. Now, even in the case of some believers, some Christians, uh, we can be under attack and not realize it, right? Um, now, you have those that, that don't believe, don't believe in Jesus Christ, and so they have no defense to what they are facing. And then you have the Christians that, where some of us tend to forget that we are in a fight, we are in a battle. I know it's hard to believe for some people that you could actually forget that you're in a battle and that you're in a fight, but because of the, you know, the, the, the distractions of life, Sometimes we, we forget and, you know, um, we forget that we're in a fight and we become overwhelmed. And when we become overwhelmed, we, we can become overcome, right? The enemy can overcome us, uh, which is actually one of the tactics. So we are going to get into a clip right about now that is going to explain to you the, the signs when you are under attack, how to know when you are under attack. And we are going to come back on the other side and we are going to talk some more about this because this is a serious thing. Um, every one of us, by the way, is under attack every single day. Every single day. From the day you're born, you are in a battle. From the day you're born, from the day you come out of the womb, you are in a battle whether you recognize it or not. And we have to survive, we have to know how to fight. We have to know what is taking place, who we're fighting against, who is coming up against us. And the people that you see, they are not your enemies. The Bible says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers and darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. Right? And so, the person that you see, um, whether it be on your job, at your home, or wherever it be, that is not your real enemy. Right, so we're not going to get into too much right about now. I'm going to play the clip and we're going to come back on the other side to dive into this thing some more. It's Joe Radio, people. Don't go anywhere. Let's go. The ultimate goal of every attack from the enemy is to stifle your faith because faith in God is his greatest weakness. Faith moves mountains and can overcome any attack. The only thing that impressed Jesus during his ministry here on earth was not someone's status or wealth, but their faith. Hello, beloved, and welcome to Beloved Women with me, Christina Patterson, 
where we encourage, equip, and empower women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. If you are new here, be sure to join us at belovedwomen.org and subscribe so that you never miss a video. And for those of you returning, welcome back. As Christians, it's easy to wish that once we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, everything will immediately go well in our lives. However, if you've walked with Christ for more than 24 hours, you probably already know this is simply not the case. We can experience more joy, peace, and hope with Christ. However, living on this side of eternity doesn't mean life becomes easier. In fact, there is one thing that may intensify when we choose to follow Christ, and that is spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is the opposition from the enemy in your life to prevent you from living out your faith in Christ. Once you are saved, the enemy can't separate you from God, but he'll do his very best to discourage you from living out the abundant life Christ promises to believers and being a witness to the goodness of Christ to others. Even Jesus was tempted by Satan in the wilderness three times. If Jesus, who is God in the flesh, was not exempt from spiritual warfare, then certainly we aren't either. I don't want this truth to frighten you like it once frightened me. Once you gain a better understanding of spiritual warfare and who you are in Christ, you realize it's the enemy who should be afraid. 1 John 4.4 encourages us, Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. No matter the attack, God has equipped all believers with everything we need to experience victory in the face of spiritual warfare. Ephesians 6.11 reminds us, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. We can best use our armor when we know how the enemy attacks. To make this clear, here are five ways to know if you are under spiritual attack. The first sign you are under spiritual attack is that you are being deceived or tempted to sin. The enemy can't force you to sin, but he sure will encourage you to do so. As we learned, even Jesus was tempted. This was the enemy's attempt to prevent Jesus from fulfilling his ministry. Not every temptation is a spiritual attack. We can be led away by our own desires, but the enemy will use those desires against us to try to stop us from living the purposeful lives God desires of us. Ultimately, any temptation from the enemy seeks to convince and deceive us into thinking that the things of this world are better than God. We combat temptation by seeking God to fill our desires. When we are filled with God, we lose the desire to be filled by any lower thing. It's God's spirit in us that helps us to overcome temptation. Jesus tells us, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. James 4, 7 makes it clear that as we submit to God, the enemy has no choice but to flee. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee 
from you. The second sign you may be under spiritual attack is that you are distracted from God. The enemy may not be able to cause you to fall into temptation, so instead he may distract you. He doesn't need you to sin to get you off course. He simply may get you to focus on something other than Christ. It doesn't have to be a sin as long as the focus of your attention is anything but God. It can be watching excessive amounts of television, reading gossip blogs, or constantly scrolling through social media. These things are not sins in and of themselves, but they, and anything else for that matter, can become distractions. How do we avoid these distractions? We keep our eyes focused on Christ. Hebrews 12, 1 through 2 tells us, Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Keep looking to Jesus, and that's the direction you will go. If you start looking to the right or left, you are sure to get off track from the path God has prepared for your life. The third sign you may be under spiritual attack is that you are discouraged. Encouragement may sound like a fluffy term, but it simply means to give support, confidence, or hope. Before leading the Israelites into the promised land, God commanded Joshua to not be discouraged. Courage is a very important fuel for believers to live out God's purpose for our lives, and the enemy knows this. So he will do everything to discourage us and take away our hope. When the psalmist became discouraged, he wrote, Why are you downcast, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall praise him, my salvation. Instead of listening to negative thoughts and being led by toxic emotions, the psalmist speaks to himself, reminding himself to place his hope in God. He chooses to praise God no matter his feelings because God is always worthy of praise no matter our circumstances. We fight back against discouragement by placing our hope in God, remaining thankful for all God has done in our lives, and remembering who we are in Him. The fourth sign you may be under spiritual attack is that you are having relationship problems. Whether it's at home, work, or church, the enemy wants to divide you from those you love and those who love you. To do this, he'll encourage bitterness, resentfulness, hate, anger, selfishness, and more to cause distance and discord between you and other people. In these cases, we must realize who our real enemy is so the enemy doesn't isolate us to be by ourselves where we are more vulnerable for attack. Ephesians six twelve tells us, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Other people are not our true enemy. And if you want to be victorious against spiritual warfare, you must fight the right enemy. How do we do this? We keep being kind, gracious, and forgiving even when others are not. Not for them, but for the God we serve. We will then be enabled to continue to be a light for God's goodness and glory. 
The enemy expects you to respond with revenge, strife, jealousy, and attitude. But when we respond to hate with love, it confuses his plan and sets us up for victory. Romans 12, 21 instructs us, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The fifth and final sign you may be under spiritual attack is that you are experiencing all the signs we just mentioned, all of the above. If the enemy can overwhelm you, trust me, he will. He will attack you from all sides and in all areas of your life if he has the chance. His tactic is to run you empty with attack after attack and make you feel there is no way you can overcome. What he won't tell you is that it's all an illusion. Not only can you win, but through Christ, you already have. Jesus has already defeated the enemy and the enemy knows his days are numbered. In Christ, however, the victory is already yours. The ultimate goal of every attack from the enemy is to stifle your faith because faith in God is his greatest weakness. Faith moves mountains and can overcome any attack. The only thing that impressed Jesus during his ministry here on earth was not someone's status or wealth, but their faith. 1 John 5, 4 tells us, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. No matter how great the attack, never forget that God is greater. Keep hoping, keep believing, and certainly keep the faith. Now, I'd love to hear from you, beloved. Let me know in the comments, how do you find encouragement and strength when you find yourself under spiritual attack? Let's encourage one another in the comments. For more beloved encouragement, be sure to join the Beloved Sisterhood at belovedwomen.org and sign up to receive my free Bible study called Worry Free to learn the three lies feeding your worry and the truth to set you free. If today's video was an encouragement for you, will you please like it and share it with a friend because you just never know who might need some beloved encouragement today. As always, thank you so much for watching and until next time, be beautiful, be blessed and be loved. We're back, we're back, people. We are back. <clears throat> excuse me okay so you would have heard these signs uh, of when you're how to know when you're under um, attack okay and um, just before we continue I want to invite you if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior I want to invite you to accept him today 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 Okay, it's very quick, simple, and easy, especially if, you know, you're a person that is under a heavy attack. You know what I mean? Or any kind of attack. Uh, we all need Jesus. I need him. You need him. We all need him. All right, so it's very quick, simple, and easy. Just say, Lord Jesus, I come to you a sinner. I repent of all of my sins. I ask of your mercy and your forgiveness. 
come into my life. Change me. I make you my Lord and Savior. From this day forth, in Jesus' name. If you said that prayer genuinely meant it from your heart, welcome to the body of Christ. Get a King James Version Bible and begin to read and study the Word of God and get to know this beautiful Jesus who died on the cross for you, shed his blood for you, went through all sorts of stuff for you, for me, for all of us. And he's coming back again very, very soon and we need to be ready. All right. So we're getting back into it. Right. Remember topic today when you're under attack and you don't know. Okay. So we, you just heard the signs, five of the signs when you are under attack to let you know that you're under attack because it's, it's, it's a really, really dangerous thing to be walking around. You're under attack. You don't know you're under attack. You don't know what or who you're fighting. And then you don't know how to fight. Right. All these things. So we really, really need to know what is going on, what is taking place. Because I'm telling you, um, for people who don't know Jesus, it can drive you crazy. It can send you mad. Because at the end of the day, the devil is looking for souls and he doesn't care how he gets it once he gets it. So, he really don't care if he take you out by high blood pressure, if he take you out by diabetes, suicide, homicide, it doesn't matter. He is after souls. And I want to tell you something and just to divert a little bit, but not too much. And there are some things that we could learn in terms of strategy and stuff like that. The devil, number one, he's a strategist. Number two, he's very focused. Number three, he's relentless. And these are three points that you can take away and we can learn from the enemy. He's a strategist, he's very focused, and he is relentless. Okay? So, now that you know the signs to know when you're under attack, you need Jesus, who is the only one who can help you to get through the attack and to overcome and come out victorious. So, if you did not accept Jesus Christ just now when I made the call, I pray that you do it sooner rather than later because there is no way you are going to win the battle that you are in without Jesus on your side. There is no way. There is no if, buts, or maybes about it. There is no in-between. You're either on the Lord's side or the devil's side. Okay? So, you have to allow Jesus to have his way, allow him, get to know him, get to know how to fight, get to know who you're fighting against. There are strategies, there are tactics in the Bible. Prayer is a weapon. You have the, um, the, 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 the Ephesians talk about putting on the whole armor of God and some of these things, um, you know, the lady touched in, um, touch on, sorry, in the clip just now. Okay? So don't be, don't be, you know, if you, if you didn't know, now you know. And don't allow yourself to be in a battle because we really have no choice but to fight. We have no choice in any matter. We have to fight. Okay? And when you know about your armor and the weapons of warfare and stuff like that, you're in a much better place. When you have Jesus on your side, you're in a much better place to fight. A lot of people have died before their time simply because, number one, they didn't know there wasn't a battle. Number two, they didn't know who or what they were fighting against. Number three, they didn't know how to fight. 
and so they lost the battle and they died before their time. Okay, so I want to thank you for listening as always. Blessings to you and your family. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Remember to get interactive. Let us know where you're listening from. Let us know how you're enjoying the program. Whatever platform you came across the program, message us. And, you know, we'd like to hear from you. All right? And continue to like, continue to listen, continue to share. So we can impact more people on a daily basis. Okay? Uh, Every single day we do programs. Every single day we do programs. So if you are not subscribed, you can, you can, you know, check on the different platforms and stuff like that. And, you know, just stay up to date and allow your radio to continue to be a blessing to you. I pray that God would really come through for you in your situation. If you are under uh, any attack, whether light or heavy, I pray that, you know, God would move in your situation on your behalf. I pray that you would allow God to work in your situation. I cover you with the blood of Jesus Christ. And I pray God's divine hand of protection upon you, upon your family, upon all that concern you and all who concern you in Jesus' name. So as I always tell you, don't just exist, but be a blessing. Until the next one, JC Vibes is gone.